Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, What Do Others Think About Us? Let's pray. Father, we come today ready, full of thanksgiving. We know, Father, your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, Father. Thank you for helping us to receive more from you, to be a brighter light in these end-of-the-end times, Father. We come ready to receive and apply this message to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk today about this topic. What do others think about us? My friends, you'll hear people say sometimes that it doesn't matter what people think about them, but only what God thinks about them. But that is not really true. If we want to be a blessing to God, we have to be concerned about what others think about us. After all, the Great Commission tells us to go reach the world with the good news about Jesus. If people don't like to be around us, then we can't reach them with the good news. Now, don't go over to the other ditch on this one. Everyone is not going to like us. I'm not talking about that. Of course, there are always people that, for whatever reason, don't really like us. But for the most part, Christians and non-Christians alike should like to be around us. Let's talk today about the importance of what others think about us and start today in John 15:11 in the Amplified Bible. I have told you these things so that my joy and delight may be in you and that your joy may be made full and complete and overflowing. Folks, Jesus was full of joy, and people liked to be around him. And Jesus wants that joy to come out of us. And when it does, people are attracted to us, to get to know us, and to listen to us when we share Jesus. Now John 15, 11, and 12 in the Contemporary English Bible. 11. I have told you this to make you as completely happy as I am. My friends, when we are completely happy like Jesus, others will think highly of us and want to be around us. 12. Now I tell you to love each other as I have loved you. Folks, if we follow the second greatest commandment, to love others, they will think highly of us because we are sharing love with them. Now John 15, 11 in the easy-to-read Bible, I have told you these things so that you can have the true happiness that I have. I want you to be completely happy. My friends, true happiness only comes from the Lord, and He put it inside of us when we got born again. When we let that true happiness come out of us, then people will want to be around us and we can share Jesus with them, or if they are already a Christian, we can encourage them to finish the race set before them. Now let's go to Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3 in the Amplified Bible. Jesus the example. 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and sin, which so easily and cleverly entangles us, let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. Folks, if we carry around sin and burdens in our lives, 
we won't be operating in the joy of the Lord, and people won't want to be around us. People don't want to be around grumpy people. Two, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith. The first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity, who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him, endured the cross, disregarding the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. My friends, if we focus on imitating Jesus and his joy, people will want to be around us and will have influence in their lives. And notice that Jesus kept that joy even though the cross of Calvary was set before him. But he thought about us and kept his joy. In the same way, when you and I focus on others and helping them and not our problems, then we'll keep our joy and operate in that joy. Verse 3, Just consider and meditate on him who endured from sinners such bitter hostility against himself, Consider it all in comparison with your trials so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Folks, if we grow weary and lose heart, people won't want to be around us or listen to us, so we won't be able to effectively share Jesus. Now let's go to Luke chapter 14, verses 25 through 27 in the Amplified Bible. 25. Now large crowds were going along with Jesus, and he turned and said to them, My friends, large crowds followed Jesus for many reasons, but one of those reasons is they liked to be around him. They respected him. They wanted to be around him, and he is our example. People should want to be around you and I. 26. If anyone comes to me, and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, in the sense of indifference to or relative disregard for them in comparison with his attitude toward God, he cannot be my disciple. Folks, of course, our number one commandment is to love God and follow his ways. But part of doing that is loving others and treating them with kindness and walking in the joy of the Lord. 27. Whoever does not carry his own cross, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come, and follow after me, believing in me, conforming to my example in living, and if need be, suffering, or perhaps dying because of faith in me, cannot be my disciple. My friends, if we choose to conform to Jesus' example, we'll walk in love and joy, and peace, and others will be drawn to us. Now let's go to Matthew 5.16 in the Amplified Bible. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence, and recognize and honor and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Folks, if we are a bright light for Jesus, people will be drawn to us, as people are drawn to the light. We can share Jesus with people when they want to hear what we think. Now let's close today, James chapter 2, 
verses 14 through 17 in the Amplified Bible. 14, what is the benefit, my fellow believers, if someone claims to have faith but has no good works as evidence? Can that kind of faith save him? No, a mere claim of faith is not sufficient. Genuine faith produces good works. My friends, genuine faith will produce good works. We have to share the love inside of us, and others will think positively about us, and they'll be open to the Word of God. 15. If a brother or sister is without adequate clothing and lacks enough food for each day, 16. And one of you says to them, Go in peace with my blessing. Keep warm and feed yourselves. But he does not give them the necessities for the body. What good does that do? Folks, we have to care enough about people to help them with the natural things too. Sometimes that is what opens up the door to them listening to us about the spiritual things. Verse 17, so too faith, if it does not have works to back it up, is by itself dead, inoperative, and ineffective. My friends, if we just sit around all day in our prayer closet, we won't be able to reach people for Jesus. There's an old saying that people don't want to know how much you know until they know how much you care about them. That is very true. What do others think about you and I? It's important if we want to reach as many as possible for Jesus in these last of the last days. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you're a good God. You're merciful. You're loving. You gave us the example, Jesus, on how to love people and encourage people. Father, we thank you that you work with us and confirm your word, Father. Thank you for helping us reach people in these last of the last days. And we know that many people are coming to Jesus in these last days before the return of Jesus in the clouds. Thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.